Hi, it's Jeff Farley at the Otisville Mount Hope Presbyterian Church on our weekly podcast, Today's Word, from our weekly sermon. If after listening you have questions or would like to know more, uh, just contact us at our email address, otisvillepress at hvc.rr.com. That's Otisville with two L's. Uh, or check out our website, otisvillepress.org. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 to 16, and continuing a conversation about discipleship. As prisoner of the Lord, I beg you to live in a way that is worthy of the people of God, people God has chosen to be his own. Always be humble and gentle, patiently put up with each other and love each other. Try your best to let God's spirit keep your hearts united. Do this by living at peace. All of you are part of the same body. There is only one spirit of God, just as you were given one hope when you were chosen to be God's people. We have only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There is one God who is the Father of all people. Not only is God above all others, but he works by using all of us, and he lives in all of us. Christ has generously divided out his gifts to us. As the scripture says, when he went up to the highest place, he led away many prisoners and gave gifts to people. When it says he went up, it means that Christ has been deep in the earth. This also means that the one who went deep into the earth is the same one who went into the highest heaven so that he would fill the whole universe. Christ Christ chose some of us to be apostles, prophets, missionaries, pastors, and teachers so that his people would learn to serve and his body would grow strong. This will continue until we are united by faith and by our understanding of the Son of God. Then we will be mature just as Christ is, and we will be completely like him. We must stop acting like children. We must not let deceitful people trick us by their false teachings, which are like winds that toss us around from place to place. Love should always make us tell the truth. Then we will grow in every way and be more like Christ, the head of the body. Christ holds it together and makes all of its parts work perfectly as it grows and becomes strong because of love. So, did you know that discipleship was always intended to happen in groups? That while it's possible for us to grow in faith out on our own, it is the hardest possible way to grow. It's like trying to learn to be part of a soccer team while practicing soccer at home by yourself. You might be able to dribble and shoot goals, but learning how to pass the ball, how to deal with defenders, how to anticipate a move by a teammate, how to learn plays, That happens with the team. Now, you could learn it at home. It might be possible. I suppose you could YouTube it and see how it's supposed to happen. But learning teamwork needs, well, teamwork. And the discipleship process, that is becoming more and more like Jesus in the way we think and act, really means the rough and tumble of being in the community of faith. Now, don't misunderstand. I think you can learn and grow a whole lot of serious faith skills on your own. You can read the Bible and get to know it well. You can tune in and hear just amazingly wonderful preaching right here on Sunday morning on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website. You can pray all by yourself. But community, even an online community, like a Zoom Bible study or a Zoom book study or a Zoom in power class, for perhaps Liliana and Ashlyn, or a Zoom prayer meeting might just help you, and for that matter, the others attending, with growing your faith. I mean, think about it. 
Up here in the front of the church, I can pretty much say what I want. But in a Zoom Bible study, folks ask questions. They want to know more. They realize that what I'm saying is not what they thought, and they want to know how this fits with that. Community, while it can make you crazy, can also be the fertile ground that allows your faith and understanding to blossom. Even an Empower class can do that. Or an after Mr. Farley gets talking discussion can do that. Because that's when you get to say to the teacher, where do you live, if you were paying attention last Sunday? Or why is the community meeting, like in a Bible study or an Empower class or a youth group or a mission trip or a task group, like the Women's Auxiliary or the Food Pantry Volunteers or a Zoom group, so important? Because it's the place we get to hear not just Jesus' teachings, but we can see and feel and sometimes even taste and touch and smell what it is like to do what Jesus did and what Jesus wants us to do. Several years ago, the church's senior high class used to bake bread for our Sunday uh, communion services. The whole church building smelled like fresh bread, and all the people smelled like fresh bread. So when the time came in the service and the pastor said, this bread is the body of Christ broken for you, wow. You not only tasted it, but you felt it, you saw it, you heard it. And instead of tears and sadness at Jesus' sacrifice, that wonderful bread brought to your senses the amazing love of God in that sweet smell. And that happened in community. In fact, that always happens in community if you're looking for it. The Apostle Paul, and the word apostle means sent one, is telling the Ephesians, that is the people in the church in Greek-speaking city of Ephesus, that community is the fertile ground where disciples grow. It's kind of like a really good garden. Well, sometimes. When the church remembers that it's supposed to be a garden and that we are a disciple-making family, it works. Not so much an institution. So tell me, what makes a garden amazing? Well, good soil, lots of sun, plenty of water, healthy plants, fertilizer, no bugs. It's a lot of work for sure, but have you ever had a fresh tomato out of an amazing backyard garden? Oh, so good. So hear this. Freelancing, going all on your own as a follower of Jesus is possible, but it's nothing like optimal. If you want to become more and more like Jesus, you have to find some community. It's why we, as Paul says, patiently put up with each other, because it's in the community, online and in person, where we grow best. Now, I've heard a rumor that our church youth group has a ping pong table somewhere, and I like to play ping pong. It turns out playing ping pong by yourself is hard, but playing with a bunch of well-practiced youth could be interesting. Of course, that would require a community to gather and start playing so that everyone gets better and can play their best game. We'll see what's ahead, but I suspect you get the point. Together, we are better than apart, especially as the followers of Jesus. And honestly, I can see Jesus playing ping pong. For that matter, volleyball and soccer, too. Remember, God loves us and wants us to grow in faith in community. Amen. 
That brings us to the end of our sermon for Sunday morning. We're so glad that you were able to join us in this podcast. Like I said earlier, if you have questions, comments, ideas, feel free to send them along. We would love to hear from you.